another hot one. A high 102 with zero humidity. So get those little ones in. Keep cool, but don't touch that dial. Coming up next is All My Hexes, right here on WHXT. Best of the West. Friday. I interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcast with a message for the curious, the confused, and the confounded. You are not alone. I see it too. Something isn't right in Hexed, Texas. Five years ago, the discovery of oil and natural gas breathed life into our dying town. The population boomed from 175 people to almost 5,000. It is a small town's sweetest dream. But behind the veneer, something darker lurks. Missing person signs pepper the telephone poles. Unexplained injuries inundate our hospital. Horrific shadows stalk the night. Locals say this town is cursed. But can we trust them? Until next time, this is the Chronicler in the shadow of the Presidio, reminding you to dig deeper. The truth starts six feet under. Something dark has broken free And all of these hexes still in Texas Old Hexed is a place you shouldn't be Whether you're coming to our group as a skeptic, a believer, or somewhere in between, I promise we are going to find answers together. Here at Past Life Discoveries, we are going to use cutting-edge paranormal equipment to investigate and even debunk urban legends and ghost stories in this area. Aaron Matthews smiles at all of you and gestures to a mix of electronics on the table behind him. It is the first meeting of Hex's amateur ghost hunting group, and already the mix of people is much more diverse than you would imagine. An elderly woman in scrubs, clean-cut man in a business suit, and the young, well-muscled organizer, Aaron, join you all in the Hex Trading Post Cafe and Grocery. You are the only customers here this Friday night in August. I'm really excited about our first hunt together tomorrow night, Aaron continues. We're going to start by exploring a relic of Hex's golden age, Peg Leg Station. It's the old trade station. It's supposed to be super haunted. But first, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Now, most of you know I'm Aaron. I'm a volunteer firefighter and a paramedic. Um, Lenore, you want to go next? Uh, sure, Aaron. Like you said, my name's Lenore. I work dispatch. Uh, I take all the calls, fire, EMS, uh, police. And I guess I'm here because you asked me to be. Well, I really appreciate you coming. I think this is going to be great. Um, uh, how about how about you, ma'am? I haven't met you. Oh, yes, I have. I've been to your house a few times, haven't I? Oh, go go ahead. Who are you? Um, my name is Charlie Larson, and I own the Skeleton Key uh, RV Park. And um, I guess I'm just pretty sure that there's ghosts there. So, um, yeah, I call in <laughs> 911 a lot. Um, but uh, that's because, you know, there's a lot of suspicious stuff going on. So I, I guess that that's why I'm here. Great. Well, um. I'm sure that um, most people who've lived here for a while know you, but why don't why don't you go ahead and take it away, Jimmy? Well, uh, most people know my my pa, um, but I'm I'm Jimmy Bagley of the uh, Bagley Pecan uh, Estate, I guess. Uh, what some people might call it, it's just a bag of nuts to me. But um, I'm back from college. Uh, we didn't get along too well, but. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what to do next. And he also, if y'all didn't know, he led us to almost make it to the state championship. So you're pretty amazing. I just got to say, like, when you signed my my jersey, I was super, super happy about it. You're like kind of a local hero with your football plan. Well, I, I, I definitely do appreciate it. I, I, uh, being quarterback was uh, it's a good time for me, but uh, I, don't, I don't know why we ended up crumbling when we went out of here. But, you know. Oh, they probably deflated the balls. It's uh, like the Patriots. Just like the Patriots. Just like those Patriots, honey. Mm. I'm telling you. How about you, sir? 
Uh, my name is uh, uh, Alejandro Ochoa. Uh, I am a pipeline foreman for Menard Oil and Gas. I'm pleased to be here. Pleased to meet you. Fantastic. Great to meet you, too. And he gestures to the other folks at the cafe, and he says, um, I'm sure most of you most of you know our, our uh, only lawyer in town. This here's uh, Angel Herrero, but we all call him Shrimpy. And um, this is Nurse uh, D- Delilah. Was it Delilah, I think? Uh, Ernberg? And the older woman in the scrubs kind of nods at you, and she says, I'm so happy to be with you. I've brought my crystals and my tarot cards. I think that we will be able to commune with the spirits. I want you to know that I have been touched with the sight. Touched in the head. Now, we're not just going to be going off of what Miss Delilah here finds, though I will say she gave me a tarot card reading once that just scared the pants off of me. Um, we're also going to be using all of this technology here. So if y'all want to come up and you want to look, I've got some tape recorders. I've got some heat vision cameras. I've got some, uh, like this computer. I mean, I know it's from like 1998. I took it from my grandpa, but you know, it can still run some programs kind of. So why don't we, why don't we talk about, um, what it is that made y'all decide to come and investigate the paranormal? I just really want my RV park to, uh, stop being haunted. It's, uh, not good for business. Well, how about you, Lenore? Oh, you know how it is. I work those 12 hour shifts. At dispatch, I just wanted to do something a little bit lighter to relax, blow off some steam, see some parts of Hex I hadn't seen yet. Oh, all right. Well, okay. Um, and uh, how about how about you, Jimmy? Uh, well, I guess my first relevant question is, uh, do we have any snacks here? Well, I think I have some Cheetos out in the car. Oh, I, I, oh that's, that's fine. I got some here. I didn't say punch and pie on the... <laughs> on the uh, well, uh, that was uh, half my reason for Flyer. coming here, but uh, I'll, I guess I'll focus on the other one. I don't know. I uh, think this would be kind of interesting. Uh, he, he pulls out a, a bag of pecans already shelled <laughs> out anyway. <laughs> okay. Just raw pecans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and how about you, sir? Really, I'm mostly just curious. Uh, like Lenore, I, my job is fairly mundane, and I'm looking for some excitement. I have some stories from my childhood from Mexico. Uh, my grandmother and my uncle told me about some things with the spirit world, and I'm, I just want to see what we can find. Maybe there's something interesting here. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Ocho's has been really, really helpful uh, at the park, uh, telling me all sorts of ghost stories, but, you know, really, really making me feel at ease. So I'm I'm happy to have him on the team. Well, great. Um, oh, my phone's ringing. Will y'all will y'all excuse me? Talk amongst yourselves. I just I just got to take this. It it might be a fire or something. I just and he steps away. You guys are welcome to look around. You're welcome to look at his stuff. You're welcome to talk to each other while he takes his phone call. What would you like to do? Um, I think Charlie is going to go over to Delilah. Uh-huh. Um, hi. Hi, I'm Charlie. Oh, hello. Um, I knew that. I knew you were going to come and talk to me. Well, um, I was just, you, you said something about crystals and tarot. And I guess I was just wondering if you could maybe smudge the RV park. I would be happy to do that for you. You know, I brought five different types of crystals that you can carry on your person that would work for that very purpose of keeping the ghosts away from you. But if you want me to smudge the RV park, that is kind of, it will um, be a little bit of a cost. Oh, you know? sure. No, I mean, I don't, I want to pay you for your time. Um, I don't want to carry those crystals right now, though, because I think we are actually looking for ghosts this time. Well, that's, I I get that. Yes. Um, of course. Well, I could just turn them off with my energy. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe, um, if, do you have a, a card? Um, oh, you know what? I, I've got a card. If you could just give me a call and we'll schedule a smudging, that would be so, so great. I think um really got to change the energy. Uh, Jimmy would like to use Jinx at this time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think that was coming? <laughs> 
<laughs> as, okay. as they're talking and like showing the display of like the crystals and mm-hmm. stuff, I yeah, want she it. rolls them out like like medical instruments and that's amazing. Like, yeah, there's yeah, that she's ready. So uh, uh, Jimmy's gonna roll some weird. All right, excellent. So let's see what happens. First roll of the night. Oh, uh, that is a seven. So um, any pluses? Uh, seven to nine hold one. So I can do one of the following things. Oh okay. yeah! Oh yeah! Pluses that would give me a nine. Okay, so, there we go. That's it's still uh, it's a seven still, to nine. It's still seven to nine, but, um, <laughs> but better, but better, <laughs> but a better one. It's a seven to nine plus. Oh, I can interfere with what they're trying to do. That's exactly what I want. So as like uh, it rolls out, like maybe have everything like start shaking and rattling and then just scatter, <laughs> like jumping beans. Okay, so I'm going to say that um, as they're sitting there, you see them. You see them talking about crystals and smudging and whatever, <laughs> and you think this is hilarious because most of the stuff that's going down at Charlie's trailer park is you pranking her. You focus on the crystals, and I'm going to say that uh, the the crystals all kind of roll out of the the bag that she or the mm. yeah the bag that she's holding them in, and as they do, one of them just keeps spinning in circles and spinning and spinning and spinning, and then it stops. And who do you want to fly at? Who? <laughs> Choose wisely, Jimmy Bagley. <laughs> um, I wanted to fly right back at um, Delilah. So, so this crystal just goes flying back and hits her in the chest. And she's like, oh my gosh, that was, did you do that? Yes, dear. Sometimes I just can't control my raw power. No, it's so much energy. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, no, I think you're going to be great to do this mudgeon. Yeah. And she kind of looks around nervously, <laughs> wondering what, what just happened. But she, she tries to play it off. What kind of crystal is that? That, that powerful one? Oh, um, this, is, this is obsidian, my dear. Oh, yes. yes sure. Dark. What does it do? Um, well, it, it provides protection from, from evil. Oh, it, but they all do that or? Oh, no, different ones are for different things. And if you put them on certain chakras, they do other things. Did you know I'm also a Reiki master? Oh, I didn't. I don't know what that is, though. <laughs> do, do you have any crystals that protect against bad gas? No, but um, if you were to go down to the Botanica, the Astonishing Adelaide's Botanica and Magic Shop, down the street, they do have a few herbal supplements that you would be able to purchase that could help with that. Because you eat all those pecans. <laughs> it's because they're raw. It's a lot of fiber. That's true. Uh, whatever, I know a bag of nuts when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there any way that I could use my sharp to see if I notice the actual instigator of these shenanigans? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, why don't we do... Would that be investigate a mystery? I think investigate a mystery is a, is a good... Because I, yeah. I am watching Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, because you're already suspicious of Jimmy. Um, mm-hmm. And why Why is that again? She saw me do something before. Yeah, he's yeah. like the, the Greg Pekaitis. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Greg Pekaitis from Parks and Rec. The, the kid who is always around when terrible things happen at the police station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's see. All right. Oh no! That's a five. That, that is, is a five. five, and plus a two makes it a seven, though. Oh, so okay, it's, oh, it's a success. Saved you. Just enough. All right. <laughs> so, what happens on a seven? Old one. Old one. So Lenore uh, is going to hold one and ask me what. <laughs> well, I mean, we can kind of repurpose these questions. I don't need to know what sort of creature is it or what can hurt it. <laughs> well, what can I hurt think it? A smack would... on the back of the <laughs> yeah. head would work. <laughs> Maybe what is being concealed here? Yeah. Uh, I think what is being concealed here is a is a good question. So you you definitely see Jimmy playing with this coin as he's staring at the crystals while the two women are speaking mm-hmm. and sort of like make a circular motion with his finger as the crystal starts to spin and then flick his finger as it goes flying towards poor Delilah. So you're you're pretty pretty aware that that somehow is his fault mm. little shit <laughs> <laughs> um what would you like to do alejandro so, alejandro is interested in the gear and equipment that is up there at the front and i think his engineering mind would want to go and inspect it and check it out okay 
So you look through, the, most of the stuff is pretty, pretty standard uh, ghost hunting equipment. You see that there's some digital cameras. Uh, you see that there's some recorders. It seems like he spent quite a bit of money on like a um, sort of portable infrared. Uh, he also has some voltage detectors. He has uh, this computer that seems to have some really old, probably used for home security cameras that connect to it. Um, so he has a pretty, he spent quite a bit of money on this. You think that probably based on your experience, most of it is garbage and not really going to do a whole lot of good if you're dealing with a real ghost. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's it's the stuff that they take on TV for all of the different um, ghost hunting shows. So he, he seems like he really, really cares about it. Mm -hmm. What else would he have? There's no night vision goggles or anything super cool. So as you're looking through it, uh, Aaron comes back and he says, um, I'm really sorry, guys. I got to go. I just got a call. Actually, um, apparently there's some there's there's something happening. I told you, Peg Lake Station, something's going down right now, and, and I gotta go. They need an ambulance. Well, they called you on your cell. Well, I mean, there there's nobody else who's around. Like uh, we're mostly volunteer. Yeah, but what happened to Petey? Doesn't he do night shift? Well, you know, Petey's got the flu. At least he says he's got the flu. So I I gotta go. Um, I I will meet you all here though tomorrow. And we'll go and do an investigation, assuming, of course, it isn't roped off by the cops. And he, he kind of, he says, can you get my stuff, Lenore? And he just books it. Bye, Aaron. What do you guys want to do? <laughs> well, I, I ain't going to sit here. I'm going uh, to trail along my old beat-up pickup. Yeah, you're going to go see what's going down? Going to go ambulance chase. So if you look on, uh, I gave you all maps. If you look on your maps, the peg leg station is up towards the very, very top of the map. And there's a bridge, a train bridge that goes across, and that's Peg Lake Crossing right there. And there was a train that used to run through and pick up um, mainly cattle and pecans and take them on to Menard. It's kind of dried up since the, the ranch went away. The Circle XT ranch went away. It's not a stop anymore on anybody's. Does the train even still run through? The train doesn't even run through there anymore. So okay. it's just like an abandoned connection it completely. Is. Mm -hmm. is it, could a train go on the tracks? They haven't been maintained, I assume. But I mean, it's not like. It's not dilapidated to okay. a point where you can't go across the, the tracks. Okay. Kids go across the tracks all the time. Sure. And, you know. Anybody want to hop in? I mean, uh, Lenore, can you, do you know anything that's going on? I mean, you handle this kind of call all the time. I mean, can, can you like. Do you have like a radio? I mean, yeah, I got the scanner in the truck. Can you go and see? I mean, see yeah, it? all right. I'll, I'll go out and listen. Um, but if we do go out there, I don't want any interference with people trying to do their actual damn job. Oh, I would never. No. I'm mm -hmm. not looking at you, Charlie. Oh. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. Perhaps I will be of assistance. I can help them locate whatever it is that's causing these horrible events to take place. Whatever they are. Well, Delilah. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. Actually, could you uh, stay behind and uh, make sure that the ghosts don't come into our meeting place and taint it while we're out? That might be what they're trying to do, uh, trying to distract us and then uh, throw our meeting place out of whack and it'll threaten us in the future. Would you like to manipulate yes. someone? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely 100% want so to So you this. want to make it so that she doesn't go with you? Yep, and I have plus two to charm. So let's, All right, let's get this bread. Um, that wow. is amazing. That's a thirteen. Oh my nice. god! <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about smudging here. They might follow us home. Isn't it on a twelve plus on manipulate someone? They like are your friend for the rest of the hunt. <laughs> um, yeah, they become your ally for the rest of the mystery. Yeah, they are your ally. <laughs> That's exactly what you wanted, Angelina. Wow. Oh, damn it. <laughs> She's your problem now. <laughs> she is absolutely. She says, she is your it won't now, take Jimmy. me but a minute. I will go and I will smudge all of this in a moment and I will come right with you because, sweetie, you are far too young to go up against the forces of the other world without protection. I'll keep you safe. You, yeah, that, oh boy. So she runs around. <laughs> she's like smudging the okay, corners. Get in the truck, get in the truck. The poor, poor... <laughs> barista slash waiter behind the counter <laughs> looks really uncomfortable. No, sure. And um, then finally she is running out and jumping into the truck with you. Oh. You remind me of my oldest son. Uh, well, mm. He's with the spirits now. Oh, gosh. Oh. 
I mean, you know, he he Is he, he works as an undertaker. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, if uh, was he drunk? Because I could really be with the spirits right now. <laughs> what oh, about boy. the one other member of this meetup? Uh, so Shrimpy, Shrimpy has not said a whole lot of anything. He's kind of sitting back. He's he's dressed in a sort of linen white suit. He looks very well tailored, much more together than most folks in a small town in Texas. And he's just kind of watching all of you and smiling and laughing to himself. And he says, well, I had nothing else planned for this evening. Why don't we go and look around? Well, really can't hurt to have a lawyer with us if we're going to go ambulance chasing. Absolutely. I feel like maybe Charlie knows, is it Angel or Angel? Angel is what you know him by. Okay. Um, Because he probably is the one that executed the will. He is. Yeah. Definitely. He's the only lawyer in town. Where exactly <laughs> is Shrimpy from? It doesn't matter where I'm from. So, do I ask where you come from, young lady? That's very nosy. I don't know you very well. Amarillo. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I drove through there once. It was terrible. Okay, so uh, Lenore, can I ride with you? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I got room for one more. Oh, I'd be happy to ride with you. Oh. All right. Well, uh, Jimmy, looks like it's you and me and your new girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) So as you're listening to the scanner on your way out, um, you hear that the chatter is about two teenagers that apparently ran into a large animal. Okay. When you drive up, you see that there's the one ambulance there. There is a police car and they are gathered around... It looks like an old Camaro Mm -hmm. that's been all souped up by someone. And there are two kids that you actually know. You went to school with them, Jimmy. And the the young lady is sobbing. And you can tell that the young man was earlier, but he's trying to look tough. And he's talking to the sheriff and the deputy. I would like to use, oops, um... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if you want to stumble across something important tell the keeper i would like to stumble across something important oh okay charlie would okay so i'll say you guys are kind of standing back and because this is a small town and there are a lot of old people and there's not a lot of entertainment you see that more cars are coming up i bet lots of folks have scanners people have scanners at home and they Mm -hmm. like to listen and they like to see what goes down Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you see that there are more cars pulling up and uh the deputy Deputy Reynolds goes over and she starts directing people to stay away. And while she's doing that, you kind of slip over to look at the car. And you see that the hood of the car and the front windshield have been completely like, it looks like somebody went after them with a sledgehammer. Hmm. It is dented in to the point where the hood is bent up and you can see the exposed engine, which has some steam still rising from it. The window is um, almost completely shattered. There's glass that's on the front. And you don't see anything nearby that would have caused that. There's no, there's well, no damage to a tree or anything. I was in the car with Lenore when they said it might be animals. So I'm immediately go back over, I guess, to the back to the group. And probably you guys have pulled up by now. I don't know, you guys. That car is pretty beat up. I mean, you'd think if they hit something, there'd be blood. Like if they hit a cow, it's wrecked all the shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen like a mountain lion like beat up a car like that. So, and there's no trees. So, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Man, look at that ride. Oh, show this was prime vehicle before it got absolutely trashed. I would love to have something like this. Yes, the Camaro was pretty tough. Uh, don't know what happened to it, but take a look. It's been hit on all sides. It looks like this thing was attacked from all different directions. You see there's even some dents up on the roof. Mm-hmm. Just like something just got up and or multiple somethings and just beat the hell out of this car. Are there any like scratch looking marks or is it all kind of like impact damage? It is all blunt damage. So it wasn't the hook handed man. No, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't the hook-handed man. Dang. Ugh, I know. Can we hear the kids talking to the deputy? Like, are we? Can we get close enough to maybe eavesdrop a little bit? Why don't we do somebody do an investigative mystery? 
I mean, I can try. <laughs> I was going to go a different tack after that. Okay. okay. So. All right, let's. Okay. Um, so that is yeah. an 11. Goodness uh, gracious, you guys need rolls, man. <laughs> I'm never going to get to do well anything. Well done. Uh, <laughs> I did it. Um, so I hold two. Hold two. Okay. Um, okay, so. So hold two means you get to ask me two questions yes. in the investigate a mystery. Uh-huh. So what are we going to ask? Will you let me ask what sort of creature is it? A big one. I'm only going to be able to tell you stuff that would make, because you're eavesdropping on a conversation. Right. And that is how you're investigating the mystery. Yeah. You're yeah. only going to be able to learn stuff that those people were able to give. Okay. So I think then what happened here, something large, it fits in with that answer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what happened here is you hear, you hear the young man say, well, we were just out here enjoying the stars and um and and then something just like jumped onto the hood of the car and it just started like i I swear it was like dancing on top of the car it was just hitting everything the car was shaking it it was making these horrible screeching screaming noises and i'm telling you there's no way that was a hog like i've heard hogs that was not a hog i know you're saying it's a hog shirt but not hog um, okay, so then for my second question, where yes. did it go? He says, uh, well, uh, once it finished attacking the car, um, like when I started hitting on the horn and uh, I tried to start up the engine, and then it, then it finally jumped off and it ran down into the woods towards the, towards the, the riverbed by the bridge. Lenora is a little concerned about if there is an actual beast that could do harm. I mean, she hasn't seen most of these folks in any kind of crisis situation. And then there's Delilah. What do you mean? Delilah's amazing. Yeah. She gets she gets goop monthly. She knows how to do everything. Oh my god. <laughs> She's the oh big bad. No. <laughs> I see it coming. She's my big bad currently. <laughs> oh boy. She says, Now the crystals are giving me a vision. Oh boy. Something was here, something fierce and animalistic. And and she looks kinda down at the ground. She goes, <laughs> And it had hooves. It had hooves. I, I, I see hooves. I see. Like I, a cow or? I don't. I, the visions come as they will. The spirits, oh, sure. No, it's hard. I know. I get it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's well, difficult. Crystal meth giving you visions. <laughs> uh, didn't you just hear them talking? Uh, what, whatever. You're doing great. You're doing great. Everything's fine. So you're going to go over and ask Aaron what's going on? He's kind of checking out yeah. the, the young lady's kind of shining his, his pen light in her eyes to see, you know, if her pupils are dilating. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, he says, uh, well, Lenore, I didn't think you'd be coming on out here. Not much to see. These kids were high as a cut. Yeah. I mean, I kind of figured. But, you know, it's Friday night. It's true. I just, I, I don't know. They they seem like they were they were probably out here, you know, smoking the, the marijuana. You know what pot <laughs> is, Aaron. Don't be ridiculous. Shh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Lenore. That's right. Yeah, but, I mean, they didn't do that to their own car. Well, no, but, I mean, I don't think ghosts did that to their car. I don't know. Who knows? These kids, they're, they're silly. They could have run into a tree or something, and then they push it back here and make up some story so that maybe their parents won't punish them. The sheriff thinks it's a wild hog. Yeah, well, you know. He always thinks it's wild hogs. You know Sheriff Smith. He hates those hogs. They, they, they are a rival a football team. Uh, well, no, we're the Havalinas. They're they're the, the bees. You know I don't follow the game. Yeah, I know. I I like you anyway. Um <laughs> anyway, you know he he hates them pigs. They keep eating up his vegetable garden, so anything he can do to take them out, that's what he tries to do. I'm sure we'll have a hog hunt here in a few days. Yeah, I mean, what did you say that you were calling this meetup? Past Life Discoveries, isn't it great? It was the only acronym I could find that wasn't used on the internet by a ghost hunting group already. Past life discoveries. PLD. Well, at least it doesn't spell anything embarrassing. No. Plud. Plud. Uh, I mean, we were thinking about maybe going and taking a look when I said. Oh, sure. Headed. Go ahead. You know, no hog's going to mess with you. All right. I mean, must I, have got, been like, I got my gun in the truck. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, be fine. fine. It's, you know, they, them hogs don't want to mess with you. Besides, it'll be fun. You can get the group out there, get them together. I'll come join you when I can. All right. I just got to make sure that these two aren't, you know, going to overdose or something. We still on for the hunt tomorrow night? Absolutely. All right. All right. Great. 
uh, I just want to stop by the the two kids in question and be like, guys, if you're going to lie about things, uh, make your lie believable. Don't say that you're looking at stars when it's 7.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this is the worst spot to make out or burn out. you got to go at least a mile down here to where they can't see you. Well, I, I know. I know that, Jimmy. I mean, you showed me all the places to go, but I've been scared to go onto the tracks. Ain't no big deal. Ain't a train been down here for 20 years. I know, but I hear things down there. Scary things. Right, whatever. Just you, use the one south of town then, I guess. That's the boring one, but at least nobody goes there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I hear you. By the way, um, we'll see you at the party next week. I, I guess I can make an appearance. Whatever. All right, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Um, I think the sheriff's going to let us go home. He's not going to make us pee in a cup or anything. Oh. So, uh. We'll see you later. Good, yeah. And uh, if you need, I heard that uh, Bobby down the street selling pee again. So if he does come <laughs> down to that, you can uh, just get off him for twenty. Thanks for the tip, man. No Thanks problem. for the tip. That nerd always has the best pee. <laughs> this, this just went to Gattaca. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what is happening? <laughs> Jimmy would like to sneak off to the car itself. Okay, and he's going to pull off that coin again. And he's uh-huh. going to start rubbing it and he's going to touch the car um, and he's going to attempt to tune in to the creature. Ooh, okay, cool. So why don't you give me a roll? Wowza. That's where it gets terrible. <laughs> what? Snake so, what ha- and I was kind of hoping for this, honestly. Like, Oh yeah, bad magic is interesting. Uh, because on a failure, uh, on a miss, the monster becomes aware of me. Oh boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's great yeah, like, the- this is the kind of thing that like jimmy realizes that he can like reach out and kind of like touch something uh, and like, it touches you back yeah and it's just yeah um, this has never happened before so okay so uh you place your your hand on the on the hood and you're kind of trying to see if you can do something cool and you're very surprised when you're seeing not what's in front of you but instead, you are seeing the river down below that Peg Lake Bridge goes over. You notice that your hand is, it looks like the flesh has, has been stretched and torn. And it almost looks like it's covered in burns or blisters. And as you're looking at it, you feel the thing that is supposed to be looking out looking in the mirror of the car back at your face it is in your head you are in its and it knows exactly who you are and in that moment when it recognizes your face you snap back into your body i'm just (gasps) shit 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 oh oh damn it damn it okay um uh, jimmy puts the coin away and just uh, like is kind of hyperventilating a little bit and just kind of goes and leans up against the nearby tree like he was real cocky going into this and not so much right now Hochos uh, sees this reaction approaches what's going on amigo what happened um well uh it's, it's a little uh, it's I, I I don't know I, I think I'm just like having a uh, uh, one, of, one of them things called a, a panic attack yeah one of the, one of those things yeah amigo the crystal lady is not so bad <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm ready for that level of commitment, man. He said, said girlfriend's starting to freak me out. She's getting, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just not a good time. And then, and then seeing this beautiful car getting all messed up, I'm just, oh, it hurts. It, 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 hurts. it hurts real bad. I understand. I understand. No, don't, do not worry about her. But you look like you've literally seen a ghost. You look pale. Uh, why, why, why don't we join the others and see if we can just kind of figure out uh, what we're doing? I could, I'd probably use some water or something, maybe like maybe splash my face or something stronger. <sighs> Come here, I think I've got some tequila. So it doesn't take very long for the crisis down here to to clear up. Within half an hour, there's a tow truck there for the car. Is there anything else you want to do before the car is taken away? <sighs> or before the kids get taken home? Well, I mean, we can take pictures on our smartphones, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Charlie would probably do that. I think um, she's just nosy enough. Ochos is not 
going to be one to try to interrogate or interview strangers. He's not really comfortable with that, but he will look at the uh, area around the car and maybe see if he can make out tracks or if if there's any clues. I mean, we heard hooves, but is there any indication of that? I mean, can you? Sure. Go ahead and investigate a mystery. Let's see what you find. Okay. Mm, Not much. Would you roll? That's a four? That's going to be a four. uh, That's a straight up four. So no. All right. (laughs) Not so so good. So Mark experience. Mark experience. (laughs) Anytime you fail. Did you Mm -hmm. mark experience when you failed? Oh, I did not. (laughs) And uh, so you're investigating a mystery. What I'm going to do is the sheriff is going to come up to everyone and he's going to say, now listen, folks, I know it's boring and it's a Friday night and there's no football game, but y'all need to clear out. This is an active investigation. Anyone who's here in the next 10 minutes, I'm going to start writing tickets for interfering with the police investigation. Go on home, get yourself a six pack and move along. You heard the sheriff. I get to get a six pack. Jimmy. (laughs) Yes, sir. Don't make me call your daddy. Uh, Yes, sir. You get home. I don't want to hear any more mischief from you. Okay. I heard about those cows out in the south field. I'm just saying. They had it coming. (laughs) 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 Hey, folks. Rock and Ricky Luttrell here. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes on WHXT. Want to hear more? You know you do. Check them out on social media and Patreon at Hexed Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email HexPodcast at gmail.com. All My Hexes is recorded live at Nightwatch Games, San Antonio's premier Gamma award-winning game and hobby store. And folks, from the moment you walk in the door, you'll see this is no ordinary gaming store. Nightwatch is beautifully designed to resemble a medieval banquet hall. You'll see exposed wood beams on the ceilings, hand-carved shelves, armor and banners on the walls, and there's tons of gaming space on the main floor, with a huge library stocked with all the hottest games for you to try out for free. Nightwatch also has private rooms, including a Death Star-themed room for you sci-fi fans, loaded with the latest tech, lighting, sound effects, and terrain to take your RPG or tabletop game to a whole other level. So if you're looking for a new game to add to your collection, or you're shopping for your next Ren Faire costume, or you're just looking for a group of players for your favorite game, check out Nightwatch Games, where adventure awaits. So the next day comes, it's a Saturday, and each of you can tell me what it is that you're doing that day. Ochos, you work at the oil rigs. Those are seven days a week operations. Mm -hmm. So are you out to work? Are you, where are you at? So uh, Ochos on weekends, the first thing he has to do early in the morning is he has to get in a company truck and he does have to drive out and do some on-site inspections at a couple of the derricks and rigs that are out there and some of the pipelines that are out there. There are some that are new and mm-hmm. that are being expanded upon and so forth. And he has to just do a safety check, basically. So he does that typically in the morning. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm going to say you're making your way out to one of the rigs that you are doing a safety check at. And you see that there's a large group gathered around one of the, the workers and they don't seem to be working. They're just gathered around him and uh, you can't see exactly what's going on, whether they're talking or whatever, but everyone's off to the side. They're not actually working the rig as they're supposed to be. Okay. So um, Ochos will get out of the car and uh, approach the group. Uh, he would recognize these, these people. Yes. These, these are probably folks that report directly to him or to other supervisors like him. And he's going to approach and, and ask, good morning. What uh, seems to be the problem here? What's going on? Most of the men kind of, when they see you, they jump and start to, oh, nothing, 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 and start going back to work. But there, you see that one of the workers who you do know, mm-hmm. uh, we'll name him Philip Guzman. Mm-hmm. Philip is um, sitting on the ground and he's, he's like most of the, the roughnecks that are working out here. He's, he's dressed in, you know, just kind of a, a long plaid shirt and really dirty, messed up jeans and shoes. and He's, he's actually crying here in the oil field. Okay. So Ochos will approach him and, uh, Philip, uh, you hung over a little, little early for a siesta. What's going on? No, no, I'm, I'm real sorry, boss. Um, uh, my, my daughter didn't come home last night. Um, we got a call from the sheriff and, um, 
he said that he said that Tammy had been and there was some kind of accident with her and her boyfriend in the car. And uh, he said that uh, she was, I mean, we live, you know, right, you know, not very far away. She said she was, uh, she was going to just come on, walk home. And, and she, she never came home last night. Oh, sorry to hear that. And, uh, um, you know, I need the hours. I can't, I can't afford to miss work, you know, and they're always looking for new people. And Was, was Tammy by herself or was she out with a, with a boy? No, she was out with her, uh, with her boyfriend, Jesse. He got home fine. Does Jesse drive a Camaro? Yeah, he does. Stupid boy works down at the, the convenience store, puts all his money into a stupid car, doesn't even have his own place. I see. Well, Philip, uh, we saw Tammy last night. I saw her last night. She was with uh, her boyfriend over at Peg Leg Station. Yeah, that's that's where the sheriff said that she was. And and she just, you know, I mean, she just had to go across the highway, you know, walk down, walk down that old road to the station and then, you know, go across the, the old highway and she would have been you know, home, but she, she never got there. Oh boy. Jesse said he left, um, a bit before her, he caught a ride. Um, the, uh, deputy gave him a ride home. Yeah. But, their, their guard was all beaten up. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I, I just don't know what to do. And I'm really sorry to bother you with this boss, but you know, it's just, I don't know what to do. And you've already called the sheriff. He says that, uh, he says there's nothing he can do until she's gone for 24 hours. He says that, um, He's going to go grill Jesse, um, but I, I called the boy myself. He says he doesn't. He, she, she was walking home. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I don't think you need to be here today. I really, I really appreciate it, boss. If, it's, if, you'll, if you'll put in a good word with me so they don't let me go. I'll see what I can do. Do you need to find Tammy as soon as possible? I, I agree. I agree. Um, thank you. Thank you, boss. Thank you. You got it. I'll take care of the other guys over here. Don't worry about it. I'll explain to them. Thank you. And he leaves. So let's go over to Lenore. Okay. I would say that you're, maybe you're working. If she's going to be able to go on a hunt, she probably works the day then, like the six to 1800 shift or something. Okay. So you've been sitting, uh, you see that the sheriff has gotten a few phone calls, one of which he sort of grumbled about early on this morning and just kind of hung up. There haven't been a whole lot of calls in to the emergency services line, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever called, called the sheriff directly. And you notice that at about noon, the sheriff gets a text. And he stands up and he yells out to Deputy Reynolds. And he says, Carolina, get in the car. Get in the car. We've we got a live one. Somebody's found a body. And they're out. Uh, sheriff Smith, you want me to call for an ambulance or anything no like- no we got it we'll take care of it are you sure you want backup i mean it's already dead what do i need if they're already dead i don't need any help all right probably just some vagrants or something okay uh you know just who- man the fort you know what to do call me on the rock if you need me all right sheriff all right in fact you know what lenore um actually why don't you just why don't you just forward the calls over to menar you know uh-huh. how to do that right you just go home early for the day why don't you take a nice day for yourself uh, Sheriff, I'm scheduled to 1600 No, 1800 today. Oh, we'll, we'll pay you for it. You know I handle the books. That's not what I'm worried about. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Menard will handle it. I got, I got my hands full. Just pour it on the calls over to Menard. Go home. Okay, sure. And go lock up. Uh, okay. He locks the door behind you as you leave. Is he lying to me? Oh, I have suspicious that's mind. Right. That's right. He is absolutely lying to you. <laughs> So one of my moves is suspicious mind. If someone is trying to lie to me, I know it. Yeah. He is absolutely lying to you. About? I don't know that you would know exactly what he's lying to you about. But I can But he is lying. That there is something he is hiding. Yeah. That's why he's trying this to close everything off. This is weird and suspicious. And absolutely he's hiding something. Okay. Going to activate the chain text message for past life discoveries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to text Ochos. Okay. I don't think I'm going to put up the bat signal for the whole group. All right. So what text are you sending him? Sheriff and deputy just left, got a text about a body, nothing on the scanners. I'm going to try to follow them. We'll update you with my location. Okay. Let's cut over now to Charlie. Charlie, I'm going to say that you are in the house that your great aunt lived in, Mm -hmm. right? The mobile home. Mm -hmm. And why don't you roll me? An investigative mystery check. Just Ooh, right off okay. the bat. Yeah. Sounds good. 
I rolled a seven plus one. Eight. eight. Okay. So you haven't had a whole lot of time to clear out all of your your great aunt's possessions. You've been here for a bit, but you know, you've been busy setting up your business and and overseeing all of that and dealing with whatever poltergeists apparently. Yeah, well, yeah. Place. tons of ghosts. So as you're you're in cleaning out her den or her parlor, as she liked to call it. You see that there's like lots of little porcelain cat statues that she's gotten in various flea markets. There's all kinds of antiques that she's bought from different places that she's put in there. And she thinks that, you know, makes it look classy. Sure. And there's, there's also a bunch of porcelain dolls. Like, and that's part of the reason you save this room for last. (laughs) Because they're everywhere. (sighs) Yep. 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 And so as you're, as you're going around and you're kind of like grabbing these dolls, trying not to look at their faces. Yeah. We're just (laughs) straight into boxes. Yeah. Yeah. You finally grab one doll that looks eerily, eerily like you when you were a child. All right. Totally normal. And you grab the doll and you pull and you, you feel that it's stuck on something. Okay. And you hear a click. Okay. And you see that part of the floor moves away and there is a room underneath the parlor. Oh, um, that's... It's all doll-sized furniture. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's uh, not a normal feature. Is there like a ladder or stairs? It's a ladder. And what's my light situation? I'm going to say that it seems to go just straight down. And your ladder situation makes it so that the light isn't going to get very far. Okay, well, I think then she'll just like automatically go to cell phone flashlight. Okay. And see if she can't see farther down. Okay. But I don't think she's going to go down the ladder right away. She wants to see what she can see first, like see how deep it is. Sure. Uh, So it looks like it goes down about 30 feet. And the walls of it, you see it's almost like cylindrical around the ladder. It looks like this used to be a well. Okay. Of some sort. And as your flashlight sort of bounces off and reflects off of these slightly damp rocks that make up this well, you, you see that there seems to be some sort of tunnel that goes mm. away from the house. You also see that hanging from the side of the wall, from it looks like manacles, is about half of a human skeleton. <laughs> Which half? The top half. <laughs> It'd be weird if it were the bottom. <laughs> it would be weird. <laughs> so this is the point of time where I call 911. <laughs> <laughs> and it rings and rings and rings. Well, I don't know what time of day. Is it before the calls are forwarded or after? Because um, if it goes to Menard, I'll just call Lenore directly. But yeah. I mean, she would just like, hey, 911. And it's like, oh, like Menard County, she'd be like, oh, okay, never mind. Bye. Everything's great. And then like call Lenore. Okay. So that's exactly what happens. Yeah, so you, okay. you go to call, <laughs> it, it forwards directly to Menard County. And you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to talk to these chuckleheads. They're not going to come out here to help me. Yeah. And uh, you call Lenore. Lenore. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, hey, hey, Charlie, what's up? Uh, hey, Lenore. So, um, darndest thing. <laughs> uh, I was cleaning out the parlor, you know, and with all the... Doll, the doll, okay, no, yeah. it's not important. Yeah. The important part is there's a well underneath my trailer. A what? Uh-huh. A well. A well. Yeah, uh, and then uh, also a skeleton. So I was just wondering if maybe, uh, I don't really know who handles this kind of thing, to be honest with you. There also may be a tunnel, so I don't think it's very secure, and I'm a little bit worried for my safety. So there's a skeleton well tunnel secret door. Yeah, it's very Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's very weird, weird, even by my standards. So, um, you're not bullshitting me. No, it's, it's actually also only half a skeleton, which which may- half? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the top half, the bottom half would be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't really want to go down there by myself, no. but I don't really know who to call. So, uh, I called you, <laughs> you know, oh, how okay, it goes. Charlie. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you're doing great. Yeah. Uh, take a couple of breaths for yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to go outside, I think. That's a yeah. good idea. Can, okay. you, can you close? You know, I haven't tried yet. <laughs> okay, do, do that for me. Go ahead and try to see if you can... You can Is it like a trap door close situation? Close the door. Can I close it? You, if you push the, the doll back. The doll back <laughs> onto the shelf. Cool, cool, it, cool, cool. It cl- closes. Okay, good news. I can close it. Uh, okay. I'm going to put something real heavy on it. Yeah. Okay. 
and she just like wheels over her like Norda track that she's never used <laughs> and, <laughs> and puts it <laughs> on the trap door um, and then goes outside. Okay, so I'm outside, and uh-huh. um, so what? How do I? What's the protocol here? Uh, you know, I gotta be straight with you, Charlie. This oh, I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> shit's bizarre, even for Hexed. But you're safe. That's the important thing. <laughs> it's okay. <it's> <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was beautiful. That went over Lenore's head like <laughs> a jet plane. It went over your head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so... I don't. You were in the middle of a sentence, I think, right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, important thing is that you're safe, Charlie. You know what? Maybe just stay out of your trailer for now. Go into town. Hang out with the neighbor. I would come over, but actually, there there's a slightly fresher find that I need to go take a look at. Lenore, are you telling me there's two bodies? Jimmy, you got to bed pretty late last night. I would say. Yeah. And you uh. You were up doing what? Jimmy is shaken up about a number of things. A, what he experienced, and B, um, was reminded of a party that was happening that um. he uh, kind of forgot about, and he really doesn't want to go to that alone. So you wake up at noon, and you think about this party, mm-hmm. and you decide to give Tammy a call. Go ahead. All right. So you you call. It mm-hmm. rings, and you hear the click of somebody picking up. Oh, hello, Tammy. I see you. Um, r- r- wrong wrong number. <laughs> it just hangs up. Mother, oh boy. Oh, I just I just wanted a date. I don't. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, so he yeah. just goes into the the bathroom and just like starts splashing uh, water on his face for, uh, from the sink to just try and like uh, shake himself out of it, and he just kind of finds himself instinctively uh, rubbing the old silver dollar to right. um, uh, kind of help calm him down. Cool. So why don't you roll me? I use magic. Okay. Would you like me to do a hunch, like the hunches, to where? Sure. Because that would be like me knowing where to go if it's successful. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, I mean, it's a seven. Hey, rolled a five. Yeah, so five plus two. Solid rolls over here. Okay, so you look up as you're washing your face. And as you look up into the mirror, you see that what's looking back at you is not your own face. Oh. Instead, what's looking back at you is Tammy, who you had just tried to call. And you see that there is... Blood coming down on her forehead. What the hell? And behind her, you just barely see sort of the outline of the bridge, the train bridge. And she looks at you for a moment, and it's like she actually sees you. And she jumps forward and smacks into the into the glass and starts hitting on it. And then she's gone. Oh, well, at that point, he just like loses his mind, screams, and just falls to the back of uh, the bathroom. What, what the? I never should have left town. Oh my god, Jimmy, honey, heck? you doing okay back there? Oh, I'm doing fine, mom. You having any troubles on the toilet? Uh, yeah. Um, shitter's clogged. <laughs> uh, sorry, the crapper. Um, I told you not to use words like that in my house. I, I, I know. I'm so, sorry, mom. The 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 the. Toilet, whatever. Uh, I, I, can I get a plunger again? It's in there. I always leave it in there, oh, Jimmy. Right, right. Sorry, sorry, Ma. Okay, I'll, I'll be down in a, I'll be down a little bit. And just like throws the plunger in there a couple of times <laughs> and just sets it off to the side. Hell. Let's start with Lenore, and okay. let's figure out. Um, what happens with you? I think that's the best place to go next. Lenore, you follow the sheriff and the deputy at a, you know, decent distance. Mm-hmm. And you see that they have pulled up to Pegleg Crossing again. And they go inside of the station and they're kind of looking around. And then they leave 
and they start walking out like they're going to the bridge. Okay. I'm going to text Alejandro and let him know that this is where we've ended up. How thick is the cover around here? So there's a cleared sort of what used to be the train station area, Mm -hmm. and that's cleared still, but most of the brush has been allowed to grow up around. So it's very, very thick vegetation. If you were to go past the station itself, there's a very steep incline that goes down on the side of the of the bridge mm-hmm. to the river below, the San Saba below. So it's a, a ravine kind of situation? It's, it's kind of a ravine. It's not quite that steep. Like you could walk down it, but okay. it would be, you would have to be careful. But it's not like you need mountain climbing kind of gear to rappel down it. Right. The station is between you and the sheriff and the deputy. So mm-hmm. you have plenty of cover. If you want to go check out the station or you want to try to go down the bank, or whatever it is that you want to try to do, you've got enough cover. You could probably do it. Since I can guess where they're headed, I'd like to take a quick dip into the station first. Okay. See if there's anything to see and then try to sneak over to observe the sheriff and the deputy. Okay. Afterwards. So when you go into the station, you see that it's the interior of the station is actually very nice. Somebody put a lot of money into it. There's a lot of wood paneling. There's beautiful sort of brass railings. It was very obviously built in about the 19-teens, 1920s, and it's been up until the station stopped functioning, it has been pretty well maintained throughout the decades. And there are big benches for people to sit on as they're waiting for the train. And you see that the, along the wall, there's some old, dusty photographs. And you see that um, some of them date all the way back to like early 19-teens, right after the station was built. There's pictures of it looks like some sort of town founders. There's some pictures of almost every sheriff who has been through here. And then whoever was the station master took a picture throughout the decades. And you notice that in almost every single one of these pictures of important people in the town, there is a, a woman that keeps appearing in all of them. She looks like she's maybe in her mid-30s. She's very hard to age, like place an age on. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very short and she she's always dressed very smartly with some eyeglasses. Okay. And interestingly, she is every picture she is in appears to be from a different time period and there's no change to her whatsoever. Do I recognize her? Mm-mm. Does she have any distinguishing features? Mm, no, not really. She she just has a very small face, um, very sharp, almost like librarian bookish nose and little little spectacles and so like through about how many decades can i trace her you see someone that looks like in the very first picture Mm -hmm. that looks like it could be her it's a little faded so it's hard to tell and that's in the 19 teens Hmm. and there's no caption or anything on the photographs no so you hear you hear ocho's uh company truck drive up and he gets out and he walks in and you see that uh, Lenore is just staring at these photographs. Mm-hmm. And would you like to roll investigate a mystery? Sure. It's going to be a straight up seven, which is just enough. Okay. Do. So you get to ask one question, I believe, mm. with a seven to nine on investigate a mystery. As far as you know, there's no creature, whatever, in here. Yeah. Um, but maybe what is being concealed here or... Uh, I, let's go with what happened here. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you notice that as you're looking around at some of the ornamentation of this building, that there are a lot of hidden designs. You see that there's on the edge of each banister, the brass has been stylized into something that looks eerily like the winged serpent that your uncle would tell you about. Some of the vestments that he used to wear when he was worshiping had the same symbol. You see that in each of the cardinal directions, there has been placed wards built into bronze, sort of circular plaques, Mm -hmm. and they're high enough up that people don't look at them too closely. But the symbols on them, you know, were warding symbols to keep evil out. And so what you see that happened here is that whoever built this place knew about your order, which means that this building has some sort of significance beyond just being a train station. Interesting. And now it is all abandoned, and it looks like it has been for a couple decades. Okay. So it just will 
because he trusts Lenore and he's going to explain some of this to her. He's going to tell her what he sees. He's going to approach her and kind of peer into some of these photos that are on the wall and look at her and and say, uh, is everything okay? You see the woman? She's in almost every picture. I do see that. She's the same. That's what it appears to be. She does not change at all. How old are these photos? These date back to when this place was built. Yeah, I mean, they, they span a couple of decades. More weird hexed shit. Take a look around. Uh, you see these decorations? The brass? You see these circular plaques upon the ceiling? Sure, sure. I think I know what they are. They are not just pretty designs. These are markings that are meant to hold back evil. And I think they have some power. But I'm not exactly sure how they work. So as soon as you finish talking, you both hear a large sort of click. And then you see that outside the window, there is smoke. And as you're looking around, you see that somebody has set fires around this building with you inside of it. What the hell? We need to get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes. The keeper was Bernetta McFergus. Lenore Acheson was played by Jasmine McFergus. Charlie Larson was played by Sarah Lawrence. Alejandro Ochoa was played by John Nav Navarrete. Jimmy Bagley was played by Tyler J. McMahon. Please subscribe, like, and share us with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hexed Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email us at hexedpodcast at gmail.com. Join us in two weeks and remember, dig deeper. The truth starts six feet under. <laughs>